Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. Welcome in, everybody, to The Edge this morning here on ESPN 97.7. The uh, lieutenant and the commander are here with you this morning, Mark Kramer and Jamie Fox. Now, the captain is over in Hawaii at his basketball camp, so we'll be hanging in here with you for the next couple of weeks here from 9 to 10 here on The Edge. How are you this morning, sir? Uh, the captain of the Titanic is in Hawaii. Is that correct? <laughs> that is correct. I'm going to make you the com- – you'll be the commander. I'll just be the lowly lieutenant. <laughs> well, no, you're, you're the commander. Um, I don't know. We might end up on Gilligan's Island by the time this is over with. But I uh, actually got a call from the captain last night. He is uh, on the uh, shores of uh, – what is the small island? Oahu? Oahu yes. is where Honolulu is, yes. Yes, and he said there's a lot of uh, – uh, and I thought, you know, I accused him of going on a recruiting trip here to uh, Oahu. Uh, but everybody, he says, I would be considered tall in Oahu. So I said, well, obviously you're not looking for a six eight forward or, or center. And he said, no, not many prospects here. But anyway, uh, his kids come in today. Um, he will be back. For those of you who are big aficionados of spam, he will have a case of that, at least two or three cases of that when you come back. You can actually get those at the McDonald's. I That's understand. right. That's in Hawaii. I said that on the sports company not too long ago that – that uh, over in Maui, uh, you go to McDonald's and there's spam on the menu, spam and scrambled eggs, on oh and you can gosh. also get it with uh, uh, on a, like a McMuffin. You can get a spam McMuffin. It's breakfast of champions, there. Right? Absolutely. Uh, hey, that uh, seriously though, that goes back to World War II. It does. It goes back hey. to World War II because of uh, the like meat shortages that they had during that time. Uh, spam was about all that uh, they had available for them to eat so uh we'll uh, we'll get off on the we'll get off the spam and and get to some edgy sports here uh as we go along here on the edge here on this beautiful tuesday i'm uh privileged and honored to have my granddaughters here with me this morning as Uh-oh. well yeah they're yes, getting indeed. the they're getting their first look at uh at what radio is all about and they've got their headphones on and listening this morning uh, How old do, are they? Yeah. Uh, Drew is eight, and Kate okay. is four. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Drew and Kate, are, we're going to turn it over to them in the second half. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably, the show, the caliber of the show will probably increase if they took <laughs> over. <laughs> Could not agree more. Rather, rather, than, rather than us. But uh, we want to thank our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North Monroe. And his number is 318-345-4545, the best pet care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 318-342-1411. And Pie Works by Design. Go see Jay and Company on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. And, uh, again, my recommendation, the spicy sausage is unbelievable. What yes, do you they, get uh, when you go to Pie Works? 
I get the veggie, believe it. Well, I can't now, but I, the seven ninety nine lunch special will absolutely make your toes curl and your eyes roll back in your head. Rumor has it, um, but uh, it's actually very good. I, I, that's the way I, you know, this is my, uh, that's how I justify eating healthy. But actually, it, it is uh, pretty healthy the way they, they make it there. It's uh, very good, and, and the price is right. And uh, if you have a, uh, uh, you know, for, for dinner as well, uh, you, I've gotten to take out a lot. So anyway, I, uh, and then, I, of course, I've, I'd like to think we're responsible for this, uh, Mark, Uh I've been out to. I haven't. I drove by Doctor Weber's office, and he's building this palatial uh, backyard uh, oasis for your. Uh, he's going to be sponsoring, <laughs> as you know, dog, doggy daycare. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's. I guess this is the answer to Spa Novell. Is uh, the animal is version? An, yeah. The animal version, yes. And uh, I threatened to uh, to stick Terry out there and make him stay for a weekend, but uh, anyway, uh, he he probably enjoy it. But uh, anyway, we're very grateful to all our sponsors. And I uh, hope all you folks will uh, please support them. Now, first thing I want to get to this morning, uh, obviously uh, there's a lot of LSU fans lamenting their 13-1 to uh, loss last night uh, to the number one seed and the number one team in the country and in, in the uh, the Beavers of Oregon State. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I want to, one of the things I want to slant to this is uh, – you know that we always talk about the excitement of the College World Series and and the atmosphere and all of that, uh, except for some selected games. Uh, the crowd has not been what they're used to at the College World Series. If you watched any of the Fullerton, and I know the game was during the day, I understand that, but if you watched any of the Fullerton and Florida State game. Uh, the place wasn't even it wasn't even close to being half full uh, mm. during that game yesterday. Now, of course, it obviously filled up during the LSU game with Oregon State uh, because of uh, you know more of the fans being there, especially LSU. Now, I've got to give, regardless of the of the outcome of the game, and this is one of the things I wanted to get at: the LSU fans have got to be teaching some of these other schools' fans how to do things. Um, I know they were complimenting the LSU fans on the broadcast of the first game because there were so many LSU fans there. They were talking about how the LSU fans are just real baseball fans because there were a lot of LSU fans just to watch baseball, just to watch good baseball at the Fullerton-Florida State game. And they kept showing them in the stands and showing how many there were there uh, that were watching the game. And so I thought that was pretty cool that they were pointing out what good baseball fans and knowledgeable fans that the LSU fans are. Uh, and then showing them in the uh, in the uh, parking lot, a lot of people uh, showing, showing them how, to, how LSU tailgating is done. Uh, and I don't know what the game is called, but that thing that has the, the uh, wooden box – that has the hole in it, and you pitch uh, the the bean bags back and forth. Is there a name yes, for that, uh, Mister Tabor? Cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> Are That's you it. Sure? Are I'm, you I'm, sure? I'm positive. I don't want to go too far with that. Yeah, but, uh, we'll that just, is indeed the name of the of the game. Yes, we'll just is. leave it at that. We'll just say yes. the wooden box with the hole in it that you throw a bean bag in. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, Cornhole. It, it, I know. It Cornhole. just sounds. Yeah. I just feel almost, I don't know, I feel funny saying it that way. <laughs> Uncomfortable to say, but that I, is the name of the game. Yeah, so. okay. Well, well m- most most competitions require a two-drink minimum, so. 
Yeah, right. I would say yeah. so, yes. And I, I would say most LSU fans probably fulfilled that uh, that obligation. And um, here's the thing, uh, Mark, that, that scares me if you're LSU. Uh, you were actually pretty lucky to win against Florida State. You go against an Oregon State team minus their best pitcher, Heimlich, who didn't make the trip uh, for reasons we've already gone into. But uh, here's what's scary. They also had their starting left fielder suspended for that game. So, arguably, Oregon State beat LSU 13-1 to without two of their best players. And now, in order to advance, uh, I think LSU's got to play three games in four days. They have to beat Florida State on Wednesday. Right. And then have to uh, have to beat Oregon State twice uh, in order just to get to the championship series. Right. They've uh, got a long honest, yeah. They've got yeah. a long road ahead of them. Uh, this is where when we talk about the difference between uh, some of the other schools and the SEC schools, some of the uh, ACC, Pac-12, Pac Big 12, I get all the letters and numbers mixed up. There's so many different ones now. But um, the depth of the pitching staff is where the big difference is uh, in the levels of, of colleges and universities in, in baseball especially. And so this is where it's going to be tested for LSU. Uh, all of their arms are going to have to come through and uh, get them to, you know, get try and get them to the weekend. And that's what they're going to have to rely on right now. They're probably, with uh, some of the other teams still having some fresh arms out there, uh, you're probably not going to see a 10-9 to game. I would think that you, uh, that you want to have a 3-2, to 4-1 to kind of ball game. Uh, to be able to, uh, you know, maximize your pitching as much as possible. And you can give us your thoughts on the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline and the text line or the phone line, 888-993-7762. What did you think about the LSU game last night? But, uh, again, what I want, going to want to go back to with the LSU fans, uh Great job in the parking lot showing people how tailgating's really done. Had the had the game going on. The the little wooden box was painted up uh, like LSU uh, with the purple and gold. And I think it had the I think the tiger eye was where the hole was, and yeah. had LSU underneath it. So that was pretty cool as well. So I thought uh, I thought it was nice uh, that the LSU fans were representing, and that uh, the the television that the uh, ESPN guys were recognizing the, the knowledge and the dedication to baseball uh, that the LSU fans had. Mark, uh, I have to admit, I, I'm, I've been so interested in, in LSU and Oregon State. What is uh, How is the rest of the bracket on the other side going? Uh, is, is Louisville still? Uh, well, today's the winner's bracket game. You've got Louisville uh, and um, I'm trying to think. It's TCU and Texas mm-hmm. A&M. And Louisville is playing, uh, I can't, Florida. Yeah, how can I forget Florida. that? Florida, okay. Yeah, well. Florida with their 3 to nothing victory uh, the other day. So, yeah, so it'll be, um, be Louisville and Florida, which will be a super ball game. And then you've got uh, T, the, a real grudge match, I would TCU think, not that, far, not that far apart, Texas A&M and TCU. Uh, so I'm sure that, that game being in the – uh, not too far from Nebraska, I would think maybe eight hour, seven eight hour drive, but I, I'm sure that that game will be more than well attended. 
Well, and if you want to look at it, certainly what Oregon State did last night, uh, you know, they're they're the odds-on favorite, and you think, well, it's maybe the competition on the West Coast wasn't quite it was what uh, LSU faced in the SEC, but you win 60, I think now 59 or 60 games, and only losing four, you're doing something right. Um, obviously, they've uh, they've recruited very well. Uh, incredibly deep pitching staff, which, uh, you know, completely, I think somebody chimed in that Zach Watson was the only one that really uh, – from this area was the only one that had uh, much at the plate last night. But uh, uh, they better find out a way quick because, uh, you know, at this point, uh, this is one inning, as, as Mark Sims earlier this morning said, it's a, it's a every pitch, every inning now. You just got to get back to Florida State. And actually, uh, the argument can be made the Tigers were more than fortunate to win their first game. So here we go. Uh, Wednesday's huge. And uh, if it continues, the Tigers have to win on Wednesday. Yeah, thirteen to one in favor of Oregon State last night, and so LSU plays tomorrow and has a long road to try to get to the weekend. Let's go ahead and take our first break. This segment brought to you by GB Cooley. They remind you to support a worthwhile cause, and that is Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be back, and the edge will roll on here in just a minute. Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 20% off all 17 Charger SEs. 17 Challengers have 3250 in rebates. 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn has 6000 in rebates. And 17 1500 Crew Laramie has 4750 in rebates. Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Touch this. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. We invite you today to check out our photo gallery at Tilly'sHomes.com. You've got to see our brand new double wide for only $39,995. Wow, brand new double wide for $39,995. Drive to Greg Tilly's in Bossier City today. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. 
Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine with hot and humid conditions today in a high of 89 degrees. Partly cloudy skies. A bit cool tonight at low 72. Showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for tomorrow in a high of 86 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Mark Kramer and Jamie Foxx with you here on this beautiful Tuesday. Along with John Tabor producing the show as always. Very capably, I might add. Very capably. Professional, as always, as I used to say uh, on the sports company. Error-free, as usual. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't always the case. (laughs) John was a little hard on himself the first uh, few months that he was on the job here at ESPN 97.7. So we got to where uh, we we would joke with him about uh, whether he he was error-free during the show whether he forgot to turn a microphone on or start commercials that well, where would we be without him now though Mike? oh yeah <laughs> i tell people all the time that the, if they think we sound good it's only because of of ken carter and john Tabor. that's the only thing that helps us uh be where we are so well without those two we would definitely be in the losers bracket for sure <laughs> the, no doubt about it. yeah the losers bracket that's good <laughs> That is the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline and text line. We got a few. And we do. I'll have to get them pulled up here in just a second. But I want to go to uh, something uh, that we've kind of touched on before. And, whoops, wrong one. I've got those if you need them, Mark. Um, Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, Russell from Homer. uh, (laughs) Let me me clean this up a little bit. He said, that represented an arse whooping. Yes, it did, Russell. uh, Very true. Uh, He also said, uh, he wonders, uh, Russell wonders if the NCAA will get involved because of uh, Heimlich, the Oregon State pitcher. Not uh, playing because of uh, not reporting as a sexual predator. Uh, again, I think that's already probably been addressed with him not coming to the uh, coming to Omaha. He he basically uh, bowed out on his own, from what I gather. Uh, didn't want to be a distraction, but my goodness, I understand he's a quite a talented individual. And also uh, to you, uh, Mark, uh, from Steve saying uh, top of the morning. Uh, to us, uh, aren't the girls special? And I think uh, we'd all agree they are. So, yes. Uh, glad they're in the glad they're in the studio this morning. Yeah. Uh, 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 Quentin Dodson says, "Does the loss of David Griffin, who is the GM at with the Cavaliers, uh, signal the end of the Cavs dynasty?" You know, one of the things about that, and we can get off on that for just a minute. <clears throat> Gilbert, the owner, mm-hmm. he has not ever once, no matter what success that they've had. 
as he extended the contract of a general manager under his ownership. Not really? once. So what does that what does that tell you? What well, does that tell you? Yeah, I mean it's uh, obviously for long term stability that's not good, but also, um, you know, it kind of reminds me of Dan Snyder in, in Washington. Yes, uh, quick to pull the trigger, um, and you got to wonder. Obviously, when LeBron left Cleveland the first time, uh, you know, obviously Dan Gilbert uh, may have borne some responsibility there, and. Uh, how long had Griffin been the Cavalier? I honestly don't know, but um, has he said I think said it's been like a, three years. Yeah, so what are you going to do in order to to make this up, you know, as a, as a draft approaches? Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler is a name that, that's been bandied about as, as trade uh, possibly coming. Um, also, the Celtics are involved there. But you've also put yourself behind the eight ball uh, as far as negotiating with other teams is where, where are you going to go? Uh, is Kevin Love going to stay or be drafted? But you've got to try to bring in some talent uh, to put around around LeBron and Kyrie Irving. And uh, I, I just don't know. I mean, you know, you saw in the pro draft, uh, Mark, there were some GMs that were also let go after the draft, but they stayed through that in order to provide some kind of continuity, I guess, you know, to follow through. But uh, this one, uh, and I kind of want your opinion on it. What, uh, what do you think the, the thought process was behind this? Well, the thing is, and we got a good another good uh, uh, text, and I think this is a good point uh, from Russell and Homer says firing Griffin now gives LeBron James an excuse to leave. Mm-hmm. Now, remember we talked yesterday, and we had a great show yesterday with some great phone calls and texts about um, stories just being thrown out there by uh, a lot of the the writers and bloggers and media people. Uh, that sometimes they know isn't true or doesn't have any legs to it just to get some hits on their website or on their story. And this kind of goes to the same thing. Uh, My thing is, and I want want everybody to, to chime in with this, about how much does the front office people really have to do with the success of the team besides bringing in the players? And what I mean by this is, the timing of this firing by the Cavaliers is just incredibly bad. The draft is Thursday, and you fire your general manager on Monday? I mean, yeah, to I, me, that yeah, even I don't care if I've got $100 million or a billion dollars, and I'm the owner of a franchise, I stay out of it. And let the people well, that you hired handle this stuff, but firing a GM on monday when the draft is on thursday how can you even put somebody say you hired somebody before thursday how can you not only fire the guy three days before the draft but then try and bring in somebody say say he hires somebody tomorrow now what are they really and truly going to be able to do on thursday when the draft comes well, Sam, you know, of course, chimed in and his point that, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk being bandied about that LeBron will be the next GM, but I wouldn't necessarily, <laughs> you know, I don't think. He pretty uh, much is anyway. I mean, let's be serious. If, you know, he pretty much went to Griffin last year or the year before and said, hey, if you want me to stay, you got to surround me with some players. Yeah, and, they, well, and, they, and they did that. 
And how are you going to, at, at this point, as you mentioned, the, the time factor, I mean, you're basically 72 hours out, 72 hours out from the draft, and uh, you've got to try to put a team together that, that, that can, can give uh, Golden State a little more run for their money, and, and this is no way to do it. Uh, as I said, uh, you saw some of this after after the pro football draft, uh, but they kept the GMs through that uh, for continuity purposes. But um, I think I think Dan Gilbert here has a – I mean, he's got to put his ego in check here and at least uh, try to work with the guy for two more weeks before he decides to go in another direction. And I think three – as he's apparently gone through a number of these guys and uh, – for long-term continuity, and you're trying to, you know, Kevin Love is the, is the trade bait out there, apparently. Um, what do you need? You need a, a quite a – based upon what I saw in the playoffs, you need quite a few more pieces. And LeBron, I think, is, a, you know, is a free agent next year. Um, so, anyway, and what's, who wants to be attracted to that situation? I mean, I don't think Cleveland is a destination city uh, on a good day for a lot of free agents. But, um, you know, you have LeBron James talking about uh, – moving out after next year it becomes even less yeah quint quint says do you think the new g the next gm will ask for a lifetime a lifetime contract that's that's a good point that would be a good thing to ask for and then says griffin was fired without consulting lebron james and in spite of him publicly supporting griffin yeah that probably won't sit too well either you know and even though they've had some success under Jerry Jones, I'm going to the NFL now with the with the Cowboys. I'm trying to think. You talked about Snyder at um, uh, at Washington. You know, there's just some owners for whatever reason, whether it's their ego or they're still trying to fulfill their unfulfilled athletic dreams because they have a ton of money and can own a team, uh, or think that they're so smart that they're smarter than somebody they hire as a general manager, but some of these guys just can't get out of their own way, you know, and they oh, end indeed. up muddling yeah. the wa- muddying the waters for themselves yeah. more than they help, you know. And that's the, I yeah. guess that's the the phrase that always sticks in my mind is that these guys can't get out of their own way. We have a, a Doug text in says I think the I think the beatdown last night is good for LSU at this point. Reality check that gives them the taste of losing that will fire them up. I anticipate a spirited drubbing. I like that. That's a good phrase. Spirited drubbing of Florida State on Wednesday evening. Well, Doug, I love your enthusiasm, but I uh, I believe the playing field's pretty level in Omaha right now. I don't know. I certainly hope so because I'd like to see uh, like to see them get another shot at Oregon State. But uh, you know, based upon their, you know, you score a run basically from first base on a pass, two or three pass balls, and Florida State basically hands that one to you. You got a lot of, you got a lot of cleanup that needs to be made. But uh, Shane chimes in, uh, going back real quick to the uh, the Cavs and LeBron and Griffin situation and Dan Gilbert. Uh, that this was the uh, the third year expired, and, and uh, Dan Gilbert, in his ultimate in, uh, intimate wisdom, decided not to renew it, and uh, basically on the premise that he has John Chauncey Billups already uh, in the bullpen, ready to take that over. My question would be, okay, that's fine, but when was the last time Chauncey Billups, I know he's a great player, but when was the last time he was a GM, and uh, what are his skills? I mean, I think he's stepping up to the plate as a first-timer, and uh, do you want to take that chance, uh, again, with the draft so close? But, uh, again, uh, based upon what Shane's telling us, and I I did see that, that uh, 
Chauncey Billups, they may have a GM by draft day. But uh, well, even uh, if they do, and that's another thing that we that I wanted to get to. That I, I'm glad uh, Shane meant, kind of mentioned that because it's an extension of this, and this can cover all sports, and it can even go into college sports as well. Do really good all-star type players? Do they make, in your opinion? Again, 888-993-7762, text line or the phone line, uh, Washtenaw Valley Credit Union. You can let us know, do good players make good coaches? Do they make better coaches? Do they make good coaches, managers, whatever, head coaches, uh, general managers, coaches in college? Do good players do all-star type players, not just players? I'm not talking about like some mediocre, you know, just average Joe Blow player in whatever sport. But really all-star, top-level players. Do they make good GMs, office people, and players? 888-993-7762 will answer that very important question when we return here on The Edge on ESPN 97.7. No! into First Guarantee Bank and step up to fanatical banking. You'll feel like an all-star, whether you're tending to everyday banking, moving into that first mortgage, or looking for great CD rates. Whatever your financial needs, we're always ready to help. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to fanatical banking. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Come on to the Louisiana Peach Festival, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. The fun starts Friday at noon, lasting through Saturday night. And expect all your Peach Fest favorites, including an antique car show, parade, and dinosaurs. Plus, music by the Chiwis Friday night. Then dance the night away with Uncle Cracker on Saturday. See you at Louisiana Peach Fest, June 23rd and 24th in Ruston. Presented by JPS Equipment. Visit LouisianaPeachFestival.org for a full schedule. Presented in part by grants from Experience Ruston CDB and City of Ruston. The Louisiana summer is upon us. Kawasaki. And nothing says summer like a Kawasaki jet ski watercraft from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. The waterways are waiting, but the savings won't. Right now, save $1,400 on remaining 2016 Kawasaki jet ski watercraft and save up to $1,000 on 2017 models. Summer fun starts with McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. 2016 MSRP is $15,299 plus DTR and $375 destination charge. Kawasaki. The heat of summer is just around the corner. Before it hits you, take advantage of Linux $1,500 rebates or 0% APR financing for 72 months or payments as low as $73.50 per month. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your independent Linux dealer for North Louisiana. Hey, are you ready to buy a new truck? Well, here's a great opportunity. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro announces closeout pricing on all remaining 2016 Ford F-150s, and they've got a good inventory in stock. You've been hearing about the new F-150 Raptors? J. Mallard has them, along with the all-new high-performance Shelby GT350. Come see them, and don't miss this chance to save big at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. JMallardFord.com. Hi. I'm Dr. Caitlin Slade with Neela Dental. 
Your time is just as important to us as it is to you. That's why we have three convenient locations. At Nila Dental, we can meet all your dental needs. Call one of our three locations in Farmerville, Oak Grove, and Monroe for your free consultation or visit our website at neeladental.com. That's N-E-L-A dental.com. Start smiling today. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back to The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Brought to you in part by Spa Nouvelle, Lammy Lane in Monroe, 807-1060. Pamper the special people in your life and they deserve pampering and they deserve pampering yes indeed including including your dog or your whoever yes so pamper them because uh uh mark you and i can't seem to get on that uh on that bandwagon can we i don't i don't think the last time anyone's flashed a gift certificate to spa novel for you or me i don't know if that's on purpose or i actually have it. had one uh in the past to spa nouvelle and it was fantastic so i can i can speak to that from experience it was really really good so those fine folks out there again pamper the special people in your life and i have two special people and real special people in my life here today my little granddaughters are are here with me in the studio today so drew and kate and so i'm glad that they're here with me along with mr john Tabor. thanks for all the texts that are coming in uh, a lot of good opinions and and uh comments about this uh, uh this whole situation uh sam says publicly lebron may be supporting him but no move like that is made without lebron at least being consulted by gilbert now that's a good point uh, and, you know, that's one of those things, again, it's almost like the kind of made-up stories we were talking about yesterday from the media. It always kills me how people will publicly say, you know, like uh, I know Nick Saban years ago uh, when he was at Miami got hammered by saying, well, I'm not going to Alabama. I'm the Miami Dolphins coach. I'm not going to Alabama. No, I haven't talked to Alabama. There's no way I'm going to Alabama. I'm the I'm the Miami Dolphins head coach, and that's where I'm going to be. I'm happy to be here. You know, he went blah 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 I mean, he went on forever talking about how great it was for him to be in Miami. And what, uh, three or four days later, oh, he's the coach of Alabama. You know, and I understand that part of this is, you know, if they're if they're doing some kind of a contract negotiation or something like that, I understand that. But to just just come out there when you know that you're leaving or something's going on, uh, it just I don't know. It's always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So to to Sam's point that if if you if LeBron's coming out publicly, <clears throat> excuse me, and is saying that he supports him, but he knows in the background that Gilbert went to him and said, hey, I'm thinking about making a change at general manager. And LeBron says, okay, no big deal. Uh, who are you bringing in? And he goes, oh, well, somebody you know, Chauncey Billups. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. You know, if, if that's how it went, if if that's how it went down, and I do, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Steve says uh, they have the Cavs signing George but then say that he and LeBron will sign with the Lakers the next year if things happen like that. What possible chance do teams like the Pels have 
competing for a championship. What's the solution to the Golden States of the NBA? And I would even go back uh, farther than that, Steve, to the Heat. You know, that's kind of where that's kind of where it started in this in this era was with the Heat, not with Golden State. Uh, if you were if everybody realized Golden State take let's take Kevin Durant out of it for a minute. All those guys were drafted by Golden State. Absolutely. You know, Golden State was horrific ten years ago. But they built through the draft. You know, they had fans and front office people that were patient, that allowed them to build the team up, build a program. I think, I don't know if they'll do it because it all doesn't always work, but that's what Philadelphia is trying to do. The 76ers, that's what they're trying to do right now. The 76ers were the laughing stock for about five or six, seven years when they, you know, set records for the most losing and all of that. But they're trying to build through the draft because of all the draft picks and first-round picks that they've had uh, selling off their players near, you know, at the trade deadline over the past few years. They've built up all these picks, and now that's how they're trying to build their team with a lot of talented, good young players. So at least give credit to the, to the Golden State Warriors for building through the draft. Uh, you know, some of the other – players around them the Draymond Greens and 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 Durant and uh, Iguodala you know those guys were pieces role player kind of guys that were added to which again was I think genius by the Golden State front office but the main players were guys that they actually drafted yeah and of course you look at as you mentioned the 76ers of course with uh, Ben Simmons they built and around him uh, they were number th- uh, initially uh, the number three uh, team in the draft to pick. Uh, they traded up to number one. All indications are they're going to take uh, Markel Fultz from uh, Washington, uh, point guard, I believe. So, I mean, that's uh, supposedly, if you want to look at it from a long-term basis, that's the uh, last piece to the puzzle uh, that's going to help the 76ers uh, this year. I don't know if they'll be a playoff team, but apparently they're, everybody's really giddy about all their young talent. As you indicated, uh, I think – Iguodala, uh, try to say that after uh, a few drinks. Uh, Iguodala may be walking away uh, at some point as a free agent uh, to answer a question. Who could who could the Pels sign possibly? And it, it looks to me, uh, Mark, you're talking about um, maybe the Pelicans. I think you're talking about GM issues and things like that. Uh, what organization do you know out there, a professional franchise, that has a Mickey Loomis in his hands both heavily involved with the Saints and the um, and the Pelicans to answer some questions out there. What is the answer to the Pels? I say put basketball people in charge of making basketball decisions. And uh, right now the, the Pelicans seem to be kind of a split personality there. So that will be determined later. But uh, anyway, I think your point's very well made about building through the draft. If you want to see – if you have a fan base that's patient enough to watch it happen, certainly the Golden State Warriors are Exhibit A for that. Well, and and two, you know, this is one year I know uh, um, they've mentioned it 
many times that this is one of the first years in quite a few years that the Pelicans, even though not just because the salary cap has expanded, but even Gus, when he talks about the Pels, whether it's on the the morning drive or on the sports company, uh, says, hey, they finally have some money to deal with. Now, you've got to get that mix between good role players and uh, young guys in the draft. I still think that Buddy Heald at some point will be a, a good NBA player. You know, it's it's shown right now. Look at the Timberwolves. Timberwolves have, have drafted all these great young players for the last two or three years. Well, they're still, quote, learning how to be professionals and to adapt their game from college to the NBA. And um, it takes a good three or four years before these guys are really – you know, can be really considered star or, I hate the words, use that word elite, but elite players. And uh, so when you get to that point, uh, that's when you've got to mix some good role players that are veteran kind of guys that can do leadership on the floor and in the locker room because that's just as important. That locker room atmosphere is just as important as, uh, as everything else. And so... The Pels have got to get some kind of a mix. You know, the um, Anthony Davis contract is a team-friendly, what they call a team-friendly contract, uh, because it's not so outrageous that they can't sign everybody else. And he's under contract through 2021. Mm -hmm. And so you figure, let's see, it's 18-19 through 2021. So counting this next season starting in September or in October, he has he's under contract for four more years with the Pelicans. So if they expect, I mean, he's still, I don't even think he'll be 30 years old by then. Uh, they've got to do something to keep his interest up to where they can be a playoff team and compete even for conference finals kind of situation. Otherwise, it's going to be Chris Paul all over again. You're going to have one of the best players in the NBA that's not going to want to stay with you, that's going to move on and go somewhere else where they think they can, quote, you know, win a championship. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm not interested in bringing Chris Paul back right now. He, I think he's 33. But uh, to your point, I think 12 about building a, a team – uh, I think 12, and I may be wrong on this, but 12 of the top 15 players in this year's draft uh, are freshmen. They only played one year in the league. Uh, to your point, Mark, about uh, it takes about two or three, and in some cases four or five years for these kids to develop into if they're good enough. And, of course, Anthony Davis is. But uh, I think the, team that, uh, the name that comes to my mind is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, but you've got so many young players. I, I don't like this rule. I think it should. I think they should. Uh, the NBA should go the, the baseball route. You either sign out of high school if you're an elite talent like LeBron James, or you go to school for three years at least. And uh, I think the baseball model has it right. Um, and I think it's just uh, the point where uh, you have to have a fan base like a Golden State. And I think that's one thing that really impresses me about that whole entire franchise is how they're able to assimilate all this elite talent and, and as you said create team chemistry apparently you don't hear a whole lot of problems in the locker room and and you've got uh you know you win you know 90 almost 85 90 percent of your games so um, obviously there's a blueprint there and i think if you're a, a, an nba franchise you look right at what golden state's done 
888-993-7762, the Washita Valley Credit Union hotline, text line, and phone line. Got great text. Keep those texts coming. And we're also sponsored by Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital and Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana-based attorney for criminal defense, wrongful death, and personal injury. Jamie and I will be back to wrap up this edition of The Edge right after this. Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 4000 off 16 Wranglers, 17 Grand Cherokee Limiteds at 3750 in rebates, get a 17 Renegade for 19.9, and 17 Cherokees have 4500 in rebates. Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. How about your choice? A brand new two or three bedroom home for only $29,995. Our prices won't be beat at Greg Tilly's. See our huge inventory today and save thousands at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. Perhaps the most notable characteristic of mentoring leadership that differentiates it from other leadership styles is what I call a multiplication mindset. Unfortunately, too many leaders operate from a paradigm that asks, how will this better me or better my organization? How will this improve the bottom line? How will this improve my chances for a bonus or a promotion? The mentor leader, by contrast, looks at how he or she can benefit others, which ultimately benefits the individual and the organization. Mentor leaders are committed to building value into the lives of other people. Think about it. How much better would things be if you were building leaders who were building leaders who were building leaders? That's what I call leader multiplication, and it reaps great rewards. Tony Dungy. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. High school and middle school students can improve their volleyball skills this July at La Tech Volleyball Camps. You'll train with Lady Texter volleyball players and coaches at the Lambright Center. For info and to register, go to LaTechVBCamps.com. That's LaTechVBCamps.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and The Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Your opinion don't matter This a maniac It's gonna step on whomever 
The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back to The Edge. That's the new voice of The Edge. Quite an improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot better than me. That was nice and crisp. That was my granddaughter, Drew Kramer. Her first time on the radio. So uh, they want to. You wanna... know, uh, Mark, uh, Drew does something that, that you and I are, are get, She enunciates properly. Yeah, so you actually can understand her. So. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we have uh, another text here. Um, Gilbert takes a hit. This is from Sam. Gilbert takes a hit as the bad guy publicly. He lets LeBron say that he supports the GM. LeBron looks like the good guy. Gilbert has no problem looking like the bad guy. Hmm. Well, um, I, I think in this case, too, uh, it seems like, uh, you know, Gilbert already had a, a bullpen arm ready and uh, for whatever reason. But I don't think uh, from a continuity standpoint, if you're looking – as like a lot of texts we've had today, how do you start? How do you compete with the Golden States of this world? I don't think that's a that's a problem, um, you know, out there. But uh, I think if you're turning over uh, front office people all the time, um, it's not a good sign, and it sounds like it's a, a rudderless ship. But we'll see. Um, again, the draft is what Friday, Thursday, correct? Thursday. Thursday. And okay, you so. know, and, and another thing, and I've said this many times on multiple shows. The biggest thing with these, uh, quote, you know, I know it gets kind of old, the, the term, but super teams, is the fact that you pretty much can – it's not good for the NBA as a general rule, especially for their regular season. Um, the, I want to link this to something I want to discuss before we go off the air. And, again, on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Federal Credit Union hotline, you can give us a text or a call about it. I don't think in the long run this is good for the NBA. And you can't, and I want to link this to this point. There's too many people that make such a big deal about TV ratings in the playoffs or, or in the finals even. And you can't gauge the health of a professional sport by what the TV ratings are for a, a playoffs or even their finals, whether it's a World Series or or the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl. Of course, the Super Bowl is going to have ratings out the roof just because it's become an iconic thing here in the uh, in the United States. Well, really around the world, but um, that's one thing it kind of bugs me about people going. Well, you know the uh, the NBA is back, or you know Major League Baseball is horrible uh, because you know only this many people watch the World Series. You've got to gauge the you've got to gauge the health of a sport on a daily basis by what are the ratings over the course of an entire season. Who's watching the regular season games? How many people are coming live to the stadiums and the arenas to watch the games? That's where the health of a sport comes from. Is how many people are putting the butts in the seats to go spend the money and go to the ball games on a on a daily basis? Um and when you when you think about that, is this really is the super team concept really good for the NBA? You know, I could go up to just a casual NBA fan, probably, and say, name me the two best players on the Brooklyn Nets. 
Hmm. Or give me, now that Cousins is gone, uh, tell me who the uh, starting lineup is for the Sacramento Kings. Interesting. And even a casual NBA fan, more than likely, I could pick 10 teams and ask who their best two players are, and you couldn't tell me. Simply because the NBA regular season doesn't have a whole lot of interest because do you really want to have a a vested interest in in something where before the season even starts you can pick out the probably four teams that only have the, a legitimate chance to get to the conference finals and in the eastern conference i don't even think it was really that many because the Eastern Conference was so bad. I mean, people kept talking, uh, you know, the talking heads uh, on the, quote, NBA experts kept talking about, well, you know, the Raptors are really uh, improved. They've got a squad that can score. I really think they can hang with, uh, with the Cavaliers when they get – no. No. The Raptors couldn't hang with anybody, especially, no, especially Cleveland. And so is that really healthy for the sport? And I don't think it is, personally, for the NBA to probably to pretty much have a preconceived setup of who's going to be, you know, already people are talking about, well, we're going to have Cavaliers, Warriors 3 next year, and that'll be, uh, you know, kind of the uh, – the rubber match as far as the – or let's see, that'll be – no, it's actually number four – uh, that they'll be dealing with how many times those teams have been in the finals, and is that really is that really good for the sport? I don't think so. Um, and again, I think you're, as you mentioned, there are already people that are a little uh, that want to see uh, a little more parity, and right now there there is none. And I think, particularly over the course of an eighty-two game season, um, what are you going to do? To, I mean, some of them have mentioned that you know there yes there are going to be a lot of people watching Golden State uh, simply because of the uh, you know the fact that it's such a tremendously uh, talented team and, and assembled to built to last um, and you're you're watching Cleveland as talented as you mentioned Cleveland basically annihilated everybody in the East okay I think they lost what one game going into the finals yes of the playoffs I think they were sixteen and one going in and you can make the argument that really they had no shot against Golden State. So to me, when it's this top heavy, um, I think that's what makes the NFL uh, so attractive right now is the parody. I mean, yeah, and I like the parody too, uh, Jamie. And But then you've got some people on the flip side that say, well, you know, uh, because we've had so many wild card teams win the Super Bowl in you know the last decade or so, taking the Patriots out of it. Uh, you know, the Giants, I think, have done it twice from the wild card spot, uh, have said, well, you know, do you really want your Super Bowl champion to have six losses? Uh, that's kind of like the, you were talking about the model for baseball for the uh, guys leaving early. Um, the model in the uh, NFL, I would like to see if they do go to these super conferences in college football, you're going to have, you're not going to have any more if that happens you're not going to have a national champion that is undefeated or maybe only has one loss. You very well, when these teams have to play the Power Five schools, regardless 
of um, of what conference they're in, where they can't play the you know the mid majors anymore, the one double A schools or the non uh, the non power schools, the non power five schools, uh, and you may very well have a national champion that has three or four losses. As long to me, as long as they're playing the best competition, I don't care that the national champion in college football has three losses. If you're playing the best competition. Now, you know, that's not always the case in their regular season schedule. But if this thing morphs into into that kind of scenario that we've been talking about for a couple of years with the super conferences, then, uh, you know, that's something that might happen. Uh, Steve says, but it seems these super organizations now have three or four elite players as well as the best veteran role players. The Pels, the Pels don't seem to be patient enough to develop young talent and they can't sign big eight big name free agents. What do you do then? Also, Steve says, wow, the young lady did a great job. Take them out to lunch somewhere special. That's a compliment. Compliment for Drew. We don't get any compliments, so you're right. Drew just brought up the uh, caliber of the of the show tremendously. Maybe she should be the GM of the uh, of the Cavaliers. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, certainly uh, off to a good start. But I mean, I think you know uh, real quickly because I know we're we're about ready to in, uh, wrap things up here. Um, that to me, the only thing, the only uh, blueprint that I see really works. Um, as far as kid people going early, where it benefits teams, uh, as far as parity would be college basketball, uh, where you know Kentucky has to rebuild every year, and then the Butlers of this world get their three and four year players, the George Masons. Uh, that to me is very. I mean, I know everybody says, "Oh, I don't want to see that." I, I do. I want to see. I don't want to see Duke and Kentucky and Kansas and North Carolina in it every year. I want to see the you know the Villanova jump up there, which you know is traditionally strong. And I think, you know, that's why I think the baseball model works. I mean, uh, but what, it's, what it has done, maybe to the detriment of the NBA, but to the benefit of the NCAA, basketball at least, is it's you've got this turnover in personnel so much, uh, particularly with these power teams, that it allows a team, as you said, even with Golden State, as you mentioned, that built through the draft, you get your players three and four, and in some cases fifth-year seniors at a butler, you could very easily, or Xavier, you could easily end up in the Final Four. So anyway, that's just my thought on it. I, you know, uh, goodness knows, uh, people say that uh, we're a bunch of uh, curmudgeons, <laughs> but I think I think it, it 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 adds intrigue, and it certainly holds my interest. And we'll get it, Daryl. Uh, keep listening tomorrow. I want to touch on this. Daryl sent in baseball and basketball season are too long, and people lose interest. I want to put that as part of our lineup on tomorrow's show so daryl thanks for that text and uh, come back and join us again tomorrow at nine o'clock and now everybody here's my granddaughters telling you what to do goodbye and have a good day everybody have a great day jamie and i'll be back tomorrow on another edition of The Edge here on ESPN 97.7. Don't live life safe, live it on The Edge. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. 
He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. 